Well, tonight we're gonna have a pizza party. Pizza party, 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 pizza party. What does it take to bring a single, attractive orphanage caseworker? It's an interesting wording. And a widowed corporate bazillionaire together. (laughs) It takes sly maneuvers, crazy mix-ups, and clever switcheroos. Most of all, it takes two. (laughs) The Olsen twins. (laughs) Hello! Welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary-Kate and Ashley podcast. As usual, I am your host, Amity Hansen, and I have a very special co-host today, David Burke. Hi, hello. (laughs) I'm David. (laughs) David, yes. We're friends. And you came graciously last minute on my podcast. Yeah, to I'm very watch, thankful. Uh, oh, thank you. Thanks for yes. having me on. Yes. I'm super excited I'm, about this. It's really fun. It's Mary Kay and Ashley's birthday on Wednesday, June oh. 13th. I have not had an episode up in like a month. So I'm like, I was like, I need to get on my shit and it's get an a, episode up. It's a birthday surprise for it's the a, twins. I know. They're going to hopefully they listen and they really appreciate everything we have to say. Do you know do, if they listen? They don't. Oh. I know for a fact that they would never care. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Maybe one day when, like, they're really old and gray and are like, I'm going to venture out into the Mary Kay and Ashley fandom. Maybe they'll. <laughs> I want to hear somebody talk about us in our youth. I don't I know. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that I voice. Don't. <laughs> That's a really good I want to hear somebody talk about us when we you were Are young. they Irish <laughs> <Yeah>. now? <laughs> Yeah, today we watched um, It Takes Two, the 1995 first um, outing. Out is, no, is, is it? So it's their first movie that was in theaters. What do you call that? I think it's their first theatrical really debut because it's not Mary Kate and Ashley logo. It's a no. Warner Brothers Family mm-hmm. Entertainment, so mm-hmm. it's branded differently than the other. Yeah, not Dole Star. And it shows too, I think, with yeah. the production level and the production audio design. level. Yeah, yeah, you're obsessed with the score of this movie. There's a each lot. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about each, when it comes to the score. Each like time they had like anything, you're like, oh, the score. Ooh, this is. <laughs> Did you hear the ding ding <laughs> then pop out at the same time? Okay, well, there's a moment where there was two flutes playing in a yeah. very staccato way, like duh duh, yes. and it was scored to them popping up out of a canoe and I just <laughs> thought that was a very clever thing. It to was do. very clever. So tell me before we really get into the movie, tell me about your history in Mary Kate and Ashley, you know, knowledge or like growing up with them or what was your exposure to the Olsen twins? I think my initial exposure was Full House because my two older sisters consumed that show and mm-hmm. it was just uh, a part of my life, I guess. It, <laughs> it existed. I also existed. And yes. we crossed paths, the show, and I, I watched yes. it. And uh, they were big Mary-Kate and Ashley fans in general. They had their music, um, yeah. the tape. Uh, I remember a song of theirs that got stuck in my head when I was little a lot uh, called Broccoli and Chocolate. Um, what? It's the song where they sing about... I've never... What? Oh, is this really a Mary and Ashley song? Should we look it up? Broccoli and chocolate. Broccoli Never and chocolate. Never heard of. It's okay. a song about the, okay, one of them. I'm not sure which. Their mom takes them to the grocery store, and they choose chocolate, and their mom chooses broccoli, 
and then the oh broccoli and the chocolate start talking to each other. And then it, it is Mary like Kate a, and Ashley. We're gonna play it. Let's do it. Been a long time since I've, I've heard this. Song. Honestly, have never heard this before. I'm sure I have, but one of many on the tape we had. Wait a minute, this is not them though. <laughs> I think they may have just covered this song. They must have been to cover it. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Okay. This was on their their uh, 1998 album. I'm the cute one. That was not 1998. No, that was that was not because I was younger. That was like 94. Yeah, they were very much children still. <laughs> you know this so well. <laughs> Oh, I think... Okay, it's been a long time since I've heard of this, but... It's got a real reggae vibe. <laughs> really? I honestly have not... I'm surprised. You seem like such I'm a sure, connoisseur. I know. I'm sure that I had the cassette, but I never remember this. It's been many, many, many years. I'm, you know, I feel, I truly feel bested um, by a a casual Mary Kane Ashley fan of like the 90s that you've really. I think it was osmosis, really. You're really impressing me with this knowledge. Wow. Yeah, oh my God. I feel honored. <laughs> I feel honored to have such a secret Mary Kane Ashley connoisseur <laughs> on the podcast. The chocolate melts onto the broccoli, and then it becomes, I think, um, like a treat. Ch- choc- what chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, I don't know. Chocolate and broccoli honestly sounds disgusting together. Yeah, I think that. I think that's the. Is bit. that the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we watched it. Takes two. Yes. Starring Christy Alley and Steve Gutenberg and Mary Kane Ashley Olsen. Yeah. Two identical strangers, two different worlds, one perfect match. One perfect tagline. One perfect, exactly. I mean, and or three, I guess. I really love the cover of this. You know, I have my original VHS clamshell, mm. the hardcover. Not even the the. Cardboard sleeve. I think no, the real deal. it's like the real plastic. That's how you know you got like the good, the, <laughs> the good, good shit. the good shit. Was it was in that nice little? Oh, did clam. you hold on? Did you write your name? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like they're on like this wedding cake. Steve Gutenberg is in the middle, being pulled aggressively, more like aggressively by Clarice Kensington, and I then would say less. More. And more casually aggressive, more casually, casually aggressively by Christy Alley. Yeah. But also, okay, that definitely is Christy Alley's head on someone else's body, right? Yeah. I, I feel like her figure 
is a little bit different than that because we saw her in this outfit in the movie. Yeah. That's it. I don't think, and I feel like she's either shorter or t- maybe they just did that so that everyone like was the same height. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely Kirstie Alley's face, but I don't know about, yeah, yeah. the rest of her. Um, I like it. Yeah. Th- this has a very cinematic cover as opposed to some of their other movies yeah. that are a little bit more like, hey, we're hanging out. Yeah, you know? we're hanging out. I mean, they have their, you know, floating heads above this, really framing the scenario. The scenario. It's, you know, as sneak previews PBS TV Michael Medved said about this movie, absolutely delightful, irresistible. Mm. Irresistible not it is with a period. So we know that it's not very enthusiastically said. So if he, yeah, if he sent that in a text, he would want to be done talking. Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, guys. It's good. It's good. Irresistible. Love it. I don't have anything else to uh, say. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw this movie, like a very vivid memories of seeing Ooh. it in theaters. I like dressed up with my family. I feel like we saw, oh, I feel like it was released around like Christmas time, maybe. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, but, um. I lived in San Diego at the time, and I think there's, like, a movie theater at, like, Balboa. Probably. There's probably a... I'm not familiar with the... familiar? With the area. There was... No. It was... I remember seeing it in this, like, grand, beautiful movie theater. Ooh. But it could be total false memories. And then I got a button. There was a... It takes a promotional. two... Promotional button. Wow. And I wore it, like, in every picture that <laughs> Christmas. Like, all family, like... Christmas pictures, I'm, like, wearing my button. So from a very young age, you were known as the Mary-Kate and Ashley person, right? Yes, exactly. Since I was, like, four, three years old, I was, like, bothering my mom to take me on Mary-Kate and Ashley (laughs) cruises and all this stuff. Mary-Kate and Ashley were definitely the... um, the girls that starred in the most movie... or, how do I phrase it? I had... I watched more of them acting than any other young girls at the time when I was little because they were in so many things. And all my neighborhood friends that were girls really liked them. And so it was, like, inescapable, really. Yeah. I had a neighbor, Allie, who had this exact exact VHS. And every time we hung out and we were going to watch a movie, it was It Takes Two, even though she had other movies. (laughs) So at a certain point, she would watch it, and, like, I would just play with her Polly Pocket and... (laughs) I like how uh, exposed you were to, like, young girl childhood activities. I mean, yeah, that's what happens with with sisters. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I liked it. At a certain point, yeah, I started maybe not paying attention as much, but I would pay attention whenever she looked at me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this movie, I think it's one of their, like, Actually, good like quality films. Like the acting's really good. Yeah, I would say so. They're with an all star cast. Steve, Steve Gutenberg, Christy Alley. Yeah. Like, and this is such big, big just names. like it's so it's pretty dated. Would you say? Um. Well, in what sense? In, in, the, in one sense, it's like it very is. a per- It's very much a period piece. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> like. Yes. It's not dated in the sense that, like, you can't watch it now and still appreciate it. Right, But right. I feel like it's v- so overwhelmingly... Of the time? Of the time. Yes. Like, th- like, this couldn't happen if there were... 
if there was social media and cell phones, right? Like, yes. Well, we the talked plot about that would a be done. Bit. The kid gesturing that happens yes. in '90s movies, like The Sandlot, where yeah. kids are whispering or pointing, and there's yeah. adults around, like that. I one, know. Yeah. And this was very like, you see this like, it's how do I want to phrase this? So I feel like the movie has like very little to do with like kids culture, it's and true. like largely to do with like adult weird like class issues yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like class class issues and then like issues surrounding love yeah and then the kids are just kind of like they're there pulling for all the so- strings though yeah no they are and totally this 90s look that which character is it uh amanda has with the backwards hat and oh yeah that was-, that was like the 90s tomboy look that i was like oh you're cool if yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I had I was straight up obsessed with that look, but she's not wearing. So in the back, um, in this back picture, she never wears that jacket in any part of the movie. Oh, false advertising! And I just think it's funny that they had like they're having her wear it in this picture, <laughs> and she never wears that jacket. <laughs> It's like when you see a trailer these days and there's a line that's very prominently featured and then you go see the movie. And it's not in it. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what's that about? Hmm? I was looking forward to that line maybe. I really was. I think that, you know, the way the movie starts out um, with like all them playing like kick or stick ball in the streets of New York, it's a really wholesome insight into like orphans of like New York City 90s, like early 90s. very idealized. I know. They still talk super tough. I know, but Um, they're like... (laughs) They're just having fun though. Yeah, and I'm like, it is definitely idealized, but at the same time, I'm like, it makes me want to like save the kids. Yeah. You know, it makes me want to like adopt these kids. (laughs) These kids are like, hey lady, want to adopt me? No, they're like, come on, let's talk. We're going to go to Staten Island and like <laughs> ring some doorbells and we're going to do this and then and owe me $5. And then they're like, but hey, hey, lady, hey, lady, I'm just a kid, okay? I kind of feel like uh, this movie and the Newsies oh had God. the same casting and anyone oh. who didn't get into Newsies got put in as oh, I know, extra probably. in this movie. I know, just like the, the way that they talk. Walk out. I know. The colors of everything. Everything's, like, painted. Like, all, everything in the orphanage is just, like, painted in this, like, s- rainbow, psychedelic yeah. way. It looks like it could take place on Sesame Street. I know. I probably, you know, was half the set of Sesame Street. Probably. Let's be real. Let's like, there's only it. so many places in New York you could film, probably, like... <laughs> And Sesame right? Street famously filmed is one on of the, the streets of New York. <laughs> famously. It's famously, <laughs> yes. Uh, I want to say before we really start getting into, like, the plot of the movie. So when I, I did DMT a few months ago. I've, did I ever tell you about this at Taco Tuesday anytime? I don't, I don't know. Do you know what DMT is? Um, it's the psychedelic drug. Oh, okay, okay. And it's very intense. It's, like, ten minutes. 10 to 20 minutes of, like, an intense trip. Mm-hmm. And then you come out of it, and you're, like, supposed to be normal, like, right right afterwards. I did it. I My friends and I had a Mary Kay and Ashley sleepover where we, like, went to their – I went to their house, and we watched Mary Kay and Ashley movies and, like, ate Chinese food and drank wine, and it was very nice. And then a couple of our friends came home, and they were, like, hey, let's do a – let's do DMT. And I was like, okay. And so I did DMT and after I was so traumatized, like coming out of it, cause it was so scary yeah. that immediately I just like 
go upstairs because we did it in the basement. I go upstairs mm-hmm. and I was like, can you put on Mary-Kate and Ashley movies? I need to ground <laughs> myself. Oh. And we watched It Takes Two. Did it comfort you? Did it work? It did. That's great. That's- I know. I just think it's really funny that it was like my first. I was like, can we got it? It Takes Two is on Hulu. Come on. It's not on Hulu anymore, you guys. I'm oh. sorry. But so yeah. you, you've seen this movie twice recently. Yeah, I mean, I... And it's, like, saved your mental state it like recently. It, like, saved... It helped me feel so grounded in <laughs> reality, because I was like, what is real? I don't understand anything. And then I was like, you know what's been with me my whole life? Mary Kane Ashley Olsen. <laughs> so I put it on. I was like... I just remember being, like, cowered in a corner, just, like, being so afraid and, like, just watching it and feeling <laughs> so at peace. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But, and a good and a good choice you know, too. You said it was maybe your favorite of the Mary Kate National well, movies? I wouldn't say favorite. Okay. It's I wouldn't say my favorite, but I think it is like the like best made and best acted. The most well realized. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would agree. Having seen a number of those uh other ones, yeah. between ones. Yes. And, we were you talked about watching um our lips are sealed. Yeah, that was, that one's very. I think that one's fantastic, but it is very like. I don't know. It's not great acting. <laughs> That's the different which is fine. That's the next evolution, and it's fine. You know, I'm not going to say that it's not. The movies aren't good because they're not acted well. I think that's kind of like what makes them so great is they're so. Bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, what makes them good? What made them good actors as children? I think there was a hard time maybe having that translate as naturally into teen scenarios. Yeah. But maybe that's just my theory. Um, I still thought they were, like, good actors in those movies, even if yeah, the yeah, movies yeah. weren't, you know. Yeah, I think, and I wonder sometimes, I'm like, is it that they're not good actors, or is that that the movies aren't well-produced and well-written? And maybe they're just kind of done with it, because they've yeah. been doing it literally since they were I, born. Exactly. Um, but this movie is pretty good. Yeah. I think they, it's they good. Seem to, they seem to really care about what's going on yeah. with their characters. Mm-hmm. And um, the butt kisses are just the, like, most ridiculous, like, 90s oh, trope, yeah. crazy family. Matilda. Yeah, yeah. the Matilda parents, mm-hmm. the fisheye lens. You were just yeah, commenting every, on that. Every time they show them, they're the, the family that's going to yeah. adopt her, that's threatening to adopt her, and yeah. she doesn't want to be with them. Uh, from their pers- from their point of view, we get their POV or the yeah. Yeah, POV, POV, and it's like this fisheye lens, and then same thing with her reverse shot, and it's very awkward and sort of. I that, know, like, but like you get the sense they're they're just the most like slimy. Yeah, like tall, weird, tall adults are looking like, at me. T- t- tall, lanky, colorful adults, and just like it's almost like the married with children vibe as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. They're a little out of time, I would say. Yeah. They seem like an 80s couple. Yeah, and I wonder if sometimes, I wonder if, like, that's kind of the point, Maybe. too. Yeah, like, they're not cool. Like, they're not cool. They're scary and crazy, and... We find out later they are actually... They are actually, like, ter- Ethically terrible. Very terrible. You get... At first you think, oh, maybe it's not that they're bad people. It's just that they're kind of kooky and have mm-hmm. a weird name. Nope. But nope, they're actually like <laughs> terrible, children, terrible. <laughs> they're actually like, and it, this movie really does shine a light on how problematic the adoption, mm-hmm. um, what system and child services yeah. system is yeah. in this country, just giving kids to really, really shitty 
family. And, yeah. And I wonder what him. advancements have been made since the 90s. I know. I mean, Not that I'm an expert on 90s adoption process- I know. processes. But, same. Same, same, same. But I hope it's at least better than what this movie I know. portrays. <laughs> oh, God. And then we have, like, the contrast of, like, Amanda Lemon's orphanage Oh, cool. establishing yeah, shots. Like yeah, like all of these shots of like, this is like the cool orphanage. It like makes me as a viewer want to be like, oh, I want to be an orphan. <laughs> right? Especially it's the opposite like, of Annie. I know. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> this movie is just what? The Prince and Popper. Prince, yeah. The, the Prince and the Popper mixed with the original Parent Trap. Mixed with Annie. <laughs> yeah. With maybe some Oliver Twist thrown yeah. in. Yeah. Or, uh... Oliver and Company, because that also takes place in New York and has aggressive saxophone. I know. The score of this movie was just like either classical music, like piano. Strings and piano. Strings and piano or aggressive saxophone. (laughs) The number of times where it just hard cuts and you get a with the saxophone cracked me up. And I love the establishing shots of like on the road to the camp, on on the road to the woods, we have like the limousine and the school bus and they're just next to each other contrasting and they don't even know what's in store what is this is just we're on a road to a journey (laughs) of let's be real this is a movie about class struggle yeah and among other things class struggle class struggle i think is like number one Mm -hmm. we see what these poor and i would say uh, like adult like parents parenting parent parent relationships as well yes 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 and how you don't need necessarily need to be uh you can be a single parent and be a good parent yeah you know they weren't gonna let not really no but but chrissy alley (laughs) she wants to adopt amanda and she's like i can't do it because i don't have a husband yeah and i didn't get that like i I think that might be a thing i hope it's not i think at least it was I, i think for sure it was in the 90s like they would never like let a single woman adopt a child. That's so shitty. Like, maybe you could if you are rich, but, like, if you didn't have... But then, okay, because in Annie... Daddy, Daddy Warbucks. Warbucks. He's not necessarily married, right? I don't know. I have not seen Annie in forever. Okay. Although I did love the 90s remake of the guy from Titanic. With the guy from Titanic, isn't it? Um, What's I don't his know. Name? Is the that the one guy? with the helicopter at the end? I can't remember. Okay. There's so many of those. So um, many helicopter at the end of this movie. I know. Jeez, yeah. this movie's just filled with like tropes and yeah, yeah. Sp- uh, specifically the parent trap because yeah, gum in the hair, gum in the hair. Uh, I mean, obviously the switcheroo. Yes, the camp. Is yes, a major theme. the camp. This movie just wanted. I wanted to go to camp. Me too. I want to have a food fight. We both mentioned the food that fight. We also never a parent trap thing. Yeah, we've. I've never been in a food fight. And you said you've never been in a food fight? Yeah, and I always wanted to because movies, especially from the 90s, make them look so much fun. I know. Did you ever watch um, Bug Juice? Uh, it was on Disney, and yes, it was like basically yeah. a camp reality show. I, I did. I don't have uh, memories. Like strong the, memories? Yeah. Yeah. There was, um, in like, I want to say maybe 2012, 2013. Um, no, this is... Not true. Okay. So Bug Juice was like re-released in syndication on Disney Channel in like 2008. 
Oh, and so I okay. got really into it. But then I started getting into it again in like 2013 because I started watching it on like YouTube and shit. Okay, okay. And it's a good show. I definitely Bug recommend Juice? Bug Juice. Okay, it's I remember the reality seeing show it advertised, of the 90s. But I don't um, think I ever... There was so much teen drama. Like these, and what I love about Bug Juice is that it's like all these weird looking kids from the 90s. Like they're not hot. (laughs) Like they're all like just normal camp kids. Yeah, how old are these kids though? Like 12, 13. Okay, okay. Some like, they're like middle school and high school age. Um, So it's a a show that really celebrates that awkward period of time. Yeah, and they're all so awkward. And they're also, it's like 1997. So it's like kids are just, you see kids like at camp. Like sunburnt, frizzy hair, Ooh. but there's still like all this relationship there... drama with like these guys with like spiky hair. Oh, and, like, frosted tips. Yeah, like puka shells. Yeah, puka shells, for, and they're like the hot guy, and like it's good. <laughs> it is good. There's so much drama. There's all these like backstabbings, and like <laughs> I'd much rather watch that than watch like most reality shows now. Although I do I love mean, some reality Hearing you shows. talk about it, I would agree. Yeah, it's yeah. like pretty steamy and cool. I, there's <laughs> something about like teens at camp. They just are so wild. There's yeah. so much that happens. It's, it's like a wild you're, time. you know. In this movie, the parents get pretty wild at camp. Yes. Or I guess one parent and then one uh, caretaker yeah. in Kirstie Alley's character. But man, she needs to be the mom. She does. Let's be real. Um, and like, let's just talk about Clarice Kensington. Okay. Clarice, who is a narcissist, the worst person yeah. ever from the, from the get go too. She's You're introduced. just like, you can't trust her. No, the movie doesn't even give you any, any other option, but to hate her immediately. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> She's like the type, like usually when I'm, you know, exploring a character yeah. in theater. I'm like, what is there to like with this person? Mm-hmm. Are there any qualities that's going to make it easier for me to play this person in a realistic way? Right, right. But I feel like this, there was no, there was no redeeming qualities about yeah. her. Do you think that there would be? Maybe she was like, mm-hmm. just has a lot of internal demons that she has to work through. Or I mean, like, we did see that one scene. We're jumping around. I mean, yeah. it's fine. Um, you know, where her father's walking her down the aisle yeah. and he he throws a little shade at, at her with this underhanded comment. I know. I think it's intentional. Yeah. He's, he says, I didn't think my oldest, you know, daughter would be the last one to get married. <laughs> it's like kind of a mean thing. To say. I, I mean, know. at that point, you don't really care because she's You're like, you want terrible. her to get her dress ripped and you want her to get gum in her hair yes. the whole time. Yes. But I she, think that's why it works, though, because otherwise yeah. the antics and the gags that you know, were funny as yeah. a kid and, and those wouldn't work. Yeah. Otherwise. And I, it makes me wonder, so do you think that she is new money or old money? Clarice mm. Kensington. If we're going to get in, cause you'd mentioned like the great Gatsby early when we were oh, watching. What it. was the context for that? I uh, think it was that, uh, um, Oh yeah. Alyssa's like looking at the camp kids and she's like in her fancy mansion. Yeah. She's looking at them through a telescope. Like she's looking across the, the water at yes. something she wants. And I, yeah. I think I said that she's living out the great Gatsby <laughs> at a very young age. <laughs> she really was. We well, should say their names. Cause I, this is one thing that kind of threw me off. Okay. So Alyssa Calloway 
is the, the rich, rich one. The rich one. Whose a man dad owns the who, camp. Whose dad is Roger Calloway, who owns the camp. Mom dead for we don't know how long, right? Or no, Since she birth. was b- born, yeah. yeah. Just like So what, eight years? Yes. Yeah. But so in Full House, I don't know if you knew this, that the mom in Full House did not die giving birth to Michelle. That's true. Didn't she die like only a year before? She died in uh, like the next year, I think. Like she died like when Michelle was a baby, like yeah. an infant, but she dri- died from a drunk driver. Oh, it is explored that's... in season eight. Oh, wow. After Kimmy gets drunk and wants to drive and then DJ has to be like, my mom died I, from a drunk driver. That. Yes. Okay. Yep. I remember that episode. It now. all comes together. But that but, also, that's one thing about Full House. This is a total tangent that was always a little bit weird is that Michelle is a full on infant and already her dad's like looking to get out there. Like I he's, know. He's over it way too quick. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, their names both start with A, which I thought was, was unusual. Like, uh, confusing. But I wonder if that's, I'm like, is that a choice? Did they choose to have the girls have like very similar names so that it would be confusing for the audience? <laughs> <laughs> did they choose to confuse? Is that did they, yeah. Did they choose to confuse? Hmm. I wonder, because don't most of the other movies have them where their names start with the same letter as their real names? Not most of them, but some of them. Okay. Some they're, Usually they're just like basic, boring girl, regular <laughs> names. Just like basic names. Just like normal, like Melissa and... No, there's no Melissa. There's like Amanda and... No, there's like Allison and Melanie is in one, but that's like A and M. Yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley. But there's like Chloe and... Um, what is Riley and Chloe are in some of them and they have all different sorts of names which so the other character is Amanda Lemon who is totally rad and she's totally a lemon (laughs) yeah yeah she's a lemon um yeah she's super street savvy and world weary for her age. She's so, you were saying she would be Twitter famous. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just with the way she tells, uh, Alyssa. Yeah. Alyssa to phrase things. (laughs) It's very much like of, of the now when it comes Uh, to how people talk on Twitter. She's really, really great. Ahead of the time. She really is. She's just, and she's so fearless. She's like going to ring the doorbell of the Callaway house like it's nobody's business. Yeah. She goes inside. She knows that maybe it was a bad idea. She hangs with the with the boys. Yeah. She can roll with the, she's better she's not, at baseball than She's not afraid of, of frogs. No, that that is firmly established. Yeah, when they put a frog in her bed. Well, and they put a frog in what they think is her bed. Yes. Yeah. And then... Alyssa freaks out because Alyssa's afraid of frogs. I would. I feel like if I woke up and there's a frog on my chest, I would be so grossed out. I would have. Yeah, you would have a, a visceral reaction. reaction. <laughs> yeah. like, even if I liked frogs, I know I'd be like, "What the fuck is a frog doing <laughs> in my fucking bed? I'm trying to sleep." But so okay, and then we get like we get to um, the Callaway house, and apparently that house has been. It basically, no one's been living there for eight years or something, like, since the mom died. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been back to that house. Roger That's has not, not really been... explored. He, he's yeah. not very sentimental or as much as you'd think he would yeah. be. Yeah. But he's I, like, I don't want to go to this house. It's been too painful, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But there's this whole room that's, like, fully decorated for Alyssa. Like, all these dolls yeah. everywhere. And it's, like... A, Are those new dolls? Did I know. That's what's something over? I wonder. I'm like, is this a new room? Do they, like, re- 
newly remodel this? Did they bring all of her stuff from yeah. the other houses? I mean, apparently they have many homes. She says that this is her favorite of their homes. Because it's the one that she associates with her mom, I assume. Yeah, or maybe it's just like the most beautiful one. Yeah. She's like, oh, this one's my favorite. It's got the gold telescope. Yeah, no, it has the gold telescope that Clarice hates. Um, <laughs> but it's like, why well, does right she have the- all this shit here? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And it's so creepy. There's all of these dolls everywhere. Yeah, very expensive looking. Yeah. Ornate doll, uh, American Girl dolls, probably. I don't, maybe some were American Girl dolls. But I a lot of them those just were looked, the very expensive they dolls were very expensive. Of, of the day. I was really into American Girl dolls, but I didn't have any because we couldn't. My mom was like, I'm not spending $200 on a doll. Yeah, they're, they come with certificates of I know. authenticity. I know, it's the, really a strange thing. So I was really into American Girl, like the books. And the, like, clothes. Oh, my sisters were so into it. They put my two, my two sisters, who were also in America nationally, mm-hmm. put on, they bought a uh, stage play script oh my God. of American Girl <laughs> dolls. Like, an officially, I don't remember which one it was, but they bought it and they put on a play and invited all the neighborhood uh, people. That's so and, like, cute. Yeah. How old are, you? are your sisters? They're older than you? Or? Uh, so, six and eight years older. Oh, wow. Yeah. You were the baby bro. Yep. That's me. <laughs> um, yeah. And another thing that confused me where I was like, okay, they haven't lived in this house. Why is there a portrait, like a recently made portrait of Alyssa Calloway in the hall? If no one has lived here. And I wonder if they got uh, one of the artists who knows what people are going to look like, yeah. like for missing people. <laughs> and they're like, we're not going to return here for probably, I'd say, eight years. years. So if you could just paint her as she's going to look. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, and I never thought of that. Obviously, when you're a kid watching this stuff, like these movies, you're not like trying to yeah. piece things together to make logical sense. You're just waiting for the food fight. Or yeah, you're waiting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're just waiting for these little the, you know, the horse to buck. Yeah. You're not thinking, why is there a portrait of Alyssa Calloway in this house that has not been <laughs> lived in in years? That's frightening. I think that would scare me more than the toad. Like, we were talking about how this movie, like, could easily be cut together to be a horror movie. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. With these full moon cuts. And there's and some of some of parts of the movie, some shots are... Horror esque, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, didn't. What was that one? You the the start of the food fight. You were oh. like, "This is a Dutch shot." Oh yeah, well, <laughs> Dutch the start angle. Of the, the start of the food. Well, actually, it's the reveal of uh, her face, right? Yeah. And it's she's so scared that she's. This is a whole thing. That is like a larger conversation about <laughs> how they're not actually twins, but she's so afraid about her dad seeing her. Yeah. Um, because she's not supposed to be there. And it's this horror Dutch angle and this sort mm-hmm. of like scary tone that plays, and it's slow motion. And there's it's a few other good. shots that are invoke a similar type of vibe. Yeah, it is like very. They have like some score, like things scored in where it's like the like Halloween, like yeah, I don't know like, horror movie sounds. Yeah. Yeah, where you're like. Yeah, they actually put the Twilight Zone yes, they did. song in this movie when she sees the portrait. Yes, because then you're like, and the fisheye lens. It's a very creepy, yeah, very suspenseful movie. <laughs> it's like very light. But in like its only bits of it. It's like bits of it that it makes me think. I'm like, is this 
like a parody of itself. Are they trying to be goofy in this? Or are they is, in on the joke? Are they in yeah. on the joke? What do you think? I think sometimes yes, and th- other times no. Like the end with the like weird dream montage. I was like, that has to be. A- I think that's sincere. You think it's sincere? Because I think I think. I don't know. Do you think it's sincere? I don't know. This movie is for kids. This movie is is and for they, family. And, okay. That's fair. I, I always say that when people tell me that Toy Story is a kid's movie. I'm like, hey. It's a family movie. Yeah. I, so the thing is, is sometimes... But they're pretty I, young in this movie, yeah. too. I think that, like, I think they just wanted to have people... Rem- well, we can get to that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that there's, like, parts of this that they're like, it's a kid's movie. We can, like, add these little elements to it. But will the adults see that it's, like, you know... Like jabs at Twilight Zone stuff, yeah. like horror movie tropes or like whatever. Well, also there's some at the at the very least some innuendo going on, and also make out. Yeah, and like Kirstie Alley is super into him, into the dad. What's yeah, his name again. Um, uh, Gutenberg's Roger. character, Roger. Yeah, yeah. She's very clearly into she him in a way where she just like wants him. to get with it. What's the line that she says about? Uh, she's talking about love, but. She says it in a way that's... About baseball? Not the baseball. It's like when it happens. Oh, it happens like that. Yeah. And then, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I that, I, that up. Yeah. Um, she seems to want to get with him pretty quick. Yeah. She's real into him. I mean, let's just talk about how they're... I mean, we are going all over the place, but whatever. It's organic conversation. <laughs> um, the, like, horse part. So Mary Kay and Ashley, have, they ran into each other. Um, Alyssa and Amanda. They, they run in. See, I usually just call. Them, I usually just call them Mary Kate and Ashley. But who played me. who? So Mary Kate played Amanda. Okay. Ashley played Alyssa. Did I already ask that? No. Okay. But that's, and I think that goes with the like, Mary Kate's more tomboy. Ashley's more girly. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, like everything they always play. Like Mary Kate's always more tomboyish. Hmm. Is that a reflection of? I think maybe it was like maybe a little bit of reflection of who they were, but not much. Like not as contrasted as it like they portray it in their movies and stuff. We were also talking this movie. They're playing much different characters more than they usually do. Yeah, one of them. um, I need to look at this again because I already forgot. Yeah, Amanda, the the orphan. You know, she talks in this like tough Brooklyn accent, and then Alyssa comes onto the scene in her initial introduction and she has almost a British twinge to her I voice. know. She's, like, very, like, very articulated. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a theater teacher might be. I know. <laughs> and it's just, like, I, I honestly think that Mary-Kate's character, Amanda, is more realistic. Yeah. Like, she's more of a believable person than Alyssa. Their scenes together have... They're good at acting even more. When yeah, seeing, yeah, when yeah. When when, when you're like when you see them together, you're like, oh, I can see how like these two girls would exist in real life. But I don't know for some reason, like the way that Alyssa carries herself and talks, I'm like, maybe I've just never seen a little kid act like that. And so I'm like, that can't be real. Yeah, no kid is that precocious. No, but that I mean that scene with I mean I think all the funny scenes are really with Amanda pretending to be. Alyssa. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have like the that banquet scene where she like slams on the piano oh, and like yeah, puts the slugs um, in. This tastes like a balloon. 
It's snails, miss. Good. Nice. Chewy. All this money and these people eat slugs? Wow, look who's finally decided to grace us with her present. The bride-to-be, what's yeah. her name? Uh, Clarice. Clarice asked her to play the piano to yeah. impress her friends. That was also a very great Gatsby, Roaring Twenties. Her and her friends talk in a very... Ridiculous. Str- yeah, yeah. Absurd. I mean, they're just like, oh... Oh, darling. Yeah. Won't you regale us with your... Alyssa. Clarice has been regaling us with your many accomplishments at the Academy. Might we entice you to play something? Of course. I'd be delighted. Whatever did you have in mind? Checkers? Dodgeball? Uh, piano playing. <laughs> oh, you simply mutt. Like, this, I don't remember the exact And then the story of his, like... Is this movie a joke on its like that these people don't definitely don't really exist, but maybe they did in the nineties? Like the yeah, like new money. I, I mean, I that's they must I feel be, like they're I think I feel they, like they want money. to riff on fancy and fancy Yeah. I mean the line all this money and these people eat slugs. Funny line. That's like so hella true though. Yeah, it's true. I mean, think of all the garbage that like Rich people eat and do and caviar. Caviar. I mean, do you like slugs? I don't. I've never tried one. I've never I, tried one. And you know what? I don't. I don't care to. And it probably does taste like a balloon, as she says. Probably. Yeah, but it really this movie. Sorry to offend anyone that super likes slugs. Okay, just whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I've there are people that listen to this podcast that I know really love. Candace Cameron Burr, basically a slug. (laughs) Candace Cameron Burr. And I'm like, I hate her so much. Um, So I'm like, I don't care what people think. Fair enough. (laughs) I'm like... Our opinions. Yeah. (laughs) Just have your opinion about slugs. But rich people... I think this movie really is talking about how rich people think they're all that, but really, they're shitty as hell. Mm -hmm. Except... Vincenzo, who's like the best guy in this whole movie. Well, to be fair, he's working for them too, though. So yeah, he doesn't have that's the control. true. He's, no he's the help. disregard. He is not rich. He just is engulfed in this rich lifestyle. What's funny about him is that he has this very uh, Jeeves or um, you know this very fancy butler voice, but then he slips into a Brooklyn accent yeah. sometimes, and it happens more when Amanda is pretending to be Alyssa, and I wonder if that's on purpose. Like, like the way you're talking reminds me of when I was, you know, not living here. (laughs) When I was living in Brooklyn. I want to know, I wish that there was, you know, a movie, like a Vincenzo (laughs) spinoff. Maybe like the movie of, you know, a man, like it's the sequel. Roger and Diane are married, happily married, living together. Vincenzo is now, like, has less of an obligation to, like, be, like, a proper butler. And we, like, <laughs> see him in real life, like, hanging with his pals. Like, he doesn't have to, like, get cut loose from, you know, the family. Yeah, He's still yeah. part of the Cal- Callaway family. He but becomes an Uncle Jesse or an Uncle like Joey he, type. Exactly. I want that movie. I would watch I want that. that fanfic. Do you think he's crestfallen at all that he wasn't chosen by Roger? Because there is that one scene where oh, yeah. uh, Alyssa... Uh, is talking to her dad, Roger, about, you know, he's oh, saying yeah. he hasn't Don't broken the married. news yet. Yeah, he hasn't broken the news, but he he is saying there comes a time when 
you know, you want to be with somebody else and you want, and she's like, yeah, well, you have, uh, what's it, Vince- Vincesca? <laughs> like you, I don't know. My head yeah. canon was that she wanted her dad and Vincesco and only them. Vincesco. That's his name, right? Is it Vincenzo? Vincenzo. Not doing great with names today. It's okay. I'm so distracted by the dog outside that's been barking for like a straight hour. Mm. It's fine. Maybe no one can hear it on the podcast. I yeah, I can't. Hear you anything. can't hear it. It's like yapping. I thought the door, the window was open, but it's not, so it's fine. Um, yeah, Mary Kane Ashley up to hijinks forever and always. That like horse scene where oh, they like are yeah. like trying to get. Diane. It's their plan. Their plan to get them to meet. They're like, we think they're they're gonna fall in love. Yeah. Clarice is a terrible, terrible person. Yeah. Um, well, they meet each other on accident first. Yeah, uh, exactly. On their, they they're switch just, accidentally. Yes. I feel like we should backtrack, we should backtrack a little bit. Okay. Um. Yes, backtrack a little it, bit. Yeah. Cause For anyone who's never seen this movie, who's <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, they. They accidentally switch places. Yeah. Because um, Alyssa runs away because she's really mad at her dad. Her dad not paying attention when she faints or whatever. Well, she's to like, be fair, her dad yeah. is like, okay, you don't have time to raise your daughter, but you do have time to, you know, meet some lady and be getting married within a month. I know that to me. I have I'm mixed like, feelings about Steve Gutenberg's character. Okay, yeah, Steve Gutenberg's character. I mean, he definitely he like sends Alyssa off to like some boarding school to learn the piano, mm-hmm. you know, which is problematic. And he meets <laughs> the school or the piano. The situation. The situation okay. to just like teach, like yeah, send yeah. your child off to like learn piano. Because he seems also like he he says later in the movie that how he got his money was by inventing some sort of breakthrough that helped yeah. cell phones existing. So you get the sense that he's got time. So yeah. it's not like he's he too really busy to raise her. Yeah, he really is just like, I feel like he just invested his money into something. Like, I don't yeah. think he's like, necessarily a hardworking rich guy. Raise your raise your daughter, yeah. sir. Exactly, you know? exactly. This sir, is, raise your daughter. Raise her. And don't send her off to some boarding school. And then meets Clarice. How did they even meet? That's what I want to know. I was like, what attracted you to this mm. woman? Yeah, I never... She doesn't He looks so... I mean, his his subtext for this movie, I think, goes back to just um, bamboozlement. Yeah. <laughs> Flabbergasted. Yes. And a lot of the times where they're in scenes together, he's just like, I don't know, we're in love. Like, <laughs> I know, he like, he's like, I guess I love her. But he always seems very much, like, not into her at all. He's not excited. He's not, He wouldn't jump in a lake for her. No. Never. I mean, he... When we... Yeah, when he is hanging out with Christy Alley, and he's like, uh, my feet, Miss Kensington, my Clarice Kensington. I don't know, the way oh, he talks right, about right, her right, to Christy right. Alley, I'm like, Oh, because there's that red. scene, yeah, there's that scene where they are, they meet for the first time. Yes. And the butler comes in. Yeah, and he's uh, like, phone's on. Yeah, and he's and he's like, oh, it's my, and he was going to say my fiancé, fiance, but then he says my Miss Kenzie. Yeah. Which is a little a little shady on Yeah, when you're like not willing to tell the person that you're hanging out with that you're engaged. Yeah. That means that maybe either you're shady or you don't want to be yeah. with this person or both. Yeah. And but, even though the movie says they're not supposed to be together, like it's also weird that she leaves in the middle of that. I know. Because it's it's as if she uh I don't know. Like 
the tacit implication yeah. of if you didn't tell me you ha- were engaged and you were and we were just hanging out as two people who first met, it's like, well, I'm going to leave because you're not a romantic option now. Yeah. It's a little presumptuous. I know. <laughs> it is like a very weird... But yeah, I could see her being like, okay, well, he is going to lie to some girl or someone about me. Yes, that that is bad. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Honestly, I think the kids are more responsible oh, than the adults 100%. in this movie. Oh, 100%. The kids are way better in the best part of this movie. <laughs> I mean, they're all like always planning these really devious plans. I mean, they meet. I love that like the, the as soon as Mary can actually meet, they just like trust each other like for sure yeah, immediately. They're like, wait, oh, that's why. They thought you were me and I was you. Yeah. Oh, duh. Because they had this weird m- meeting and uh, this, you know, there was a little bit of otherworldly music and then mm-hmm. some some very nice music that was almost magic of like, right. oh, there's somebody that looks exactly like me. well scored but they (laughs) immediately accept it (laughs) yes exactly immediately and the movie just in general they both them and their father their parental figures Mm -hmm. their caretakers and actually the movie at large is just not concerned with why they look identical i know even though they're not twins. the movie exactly there's no they're like you just look exactly the same i guess (laughs) I mean, there are people, I guess, that you're like doppelgangers, right? Yeah. But not to such a degree. You would think maybe I would like, wouldn't you want to like dig into the, like yeah, maybe yeah. there's like some separated at birth right. situation they happening. They don't even entertain that. Some uh, like that, relation yeah. at least that like maybe your birth parents were like, were cousins. Yeah. And we just look alike. Was, like, I, was I secretly adopted? Exactly. Yeah. But really... None of that. That's <laughs> very like, strange. No, don't worry about it. Disregard that question in your mind. Which just, is, it's okay. Like, yeah, I get it. It's just like a funny, they're just identical strangers. Even the tagline. Exactly. Just gets it over with. Yes. Um, so yeah, where we were. We were. They we, went there. So they're going, she, her dad's not at the airport. Yeah. Uh, Kirstie Alley gives who is the, she's kind of like the Miss Hannigan of yeah. the orphans, but she's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she gives special treatment to, she really cares about a Amanda. lot about Amanda more than all the other orphans. I know, she's like, this is my kid. And it's like, but it's, is each child like assigned an adult? I don't think that's how it works. She's Do also they, the only adult that we see there. Well, no, there are, 
Those those adults are at the camp. But I think that they also work at the oh, at the okay, orphanage. Okay, yeah, okay. I think it's implied that they are all from the orphanage at the camp together. Okay. So yeah, I like that the orphanage, the buses that the orphanage. That go from the orphanage to the camp and the camp itself all are rainbow colored. I know. It's the best. I, I love it. It's so 90s. Yeah. It really is. Like, everything in the 90s that was, like, for kids was just rainbow colored. Absolutely. I mean, we get to, like, we see, like, a shot of the camp and you're like, oh, my God, this is such a gay camp. It's I know. Just everything I know. is rainbows. It's amazing. Ahead of its time. It really. But I looked at pictures of the camp. No rainbows. Yeah. that's That was disappointing to I know. I think that, that it's just... Uh, I I think a lot of it is just that you know in the nineties, well, everyone was a wanted thing. to be outrageous. Everyone wanted to be goofy and colorful and fun, and now everything's just boring and monochrome. Yeah, they had a gritty reboot of yeah. the camp. <laughs> a gritty reboot, yes. Then um, they go to camp. We get that cool shot of yeah. the contrasting yes, yes, and yes. glasses. And everything's great. Mary can actually meet each other. They're they switch places, and I think the like real like. On a dare. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, the real meat of the, sh- the movie comes when Christy Alley and Steve Gutenberg yeah. meet. They on the ha- horse on scene. On the horse scene. Yeah. That horse scene is... Um, Pivotal. It's, a, it's, like, what? Starts Act 2 or something? I don't know the, like... I think it probably starts Act 2. Yeah. It's, it's strange how it begins, though, because their plan, after they've switched places in an accident, then on their way back, they meet each other for real, and they're like, oh, this... This person who's going to marry my dad sucks, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Oh, this person who wants to adopt you, she's awesome, isn't she? Yeah, we should she's get them together. A, yeah. And their plan is to get them on horses at the camp. Yes. And then apparently they know the layout of the camp. And then kind yeah, of Yeah, they know like, like everything. <laughs> they know exactly how to get everywhere on these horses. And I'm like, uh, no, you don't. You are eight <laughs> years old. Like, even Alyssa, even though she lives at that house, she, it's her first time. It's, like, her first three days. Yeah. And They're, Amanda doesn't know where how to get shit, but they apparently know where to get the horses, where to meet, how to cross yeah. paths, where to... Maybe they found a map. I, I don't, don't know. know. We can't really think too much, too deeply into these movies because it is fictional. That, that, that <laughs> is true. <laughs> it's just a movie. But they're... Yeah, so they're both... They're both on, there's four horses. Yes. Um, no apocalypse, but there no. are four horses and they are both escorting their guardian guardians <laughs> to meet each other. And then inconspicuously, the movie doesn't actually show this to the audience. They just split off. Yes. And the parents, parental units are just talking yeah. to them as if they're yeah. still there. But and they're, they're not there. They bolted. At some point on this, on this horse ride, have... Horse journey. This horse journey. And then, so Steve Gutenberg and Christy Alley are both just like, where are the parents? Where are our kids? Where are they? And then, um. Not too, yeah, not, but like not. But like not too yeah. concerned. They're not like, oh my God. Not as concerned as they should be. They, no, not, they never are. They're <laughs> always, Mary Kay and Ashley are always missing. And Steve Gutenberg and Christy Alley are just preoccupied with each other. Yeah. Like each time that they go missing. Is it, a, it which one? Is it Alyssa as Amanda that uh, slingshots the horse? Amanda as Alyssa. Amanda as Alyssa slingshots Kirstie Alley's horse. Yes. So that it's going to go. It's going to buck wild. Yeah. And then Steve Gutenberg, they know he's going to be there and he He, knows horses apparently. Yeah. He knows. He knows how to calm things down. He knows like, I mean, really this isn't a terrible plan. 
<laughs> I mean, it's a very now that da- we're digging in. It's a very dangerous plan. Like the f- every time I've ever seen that, I'm like, she could die. Yeah, the horse could buck her off. She could get so scared, die, fall off the horse, and. Have you ever ridden a horse before? No. Well, when I was like a kid. Oh, okay. Not anytime recently. I did once, and yeah, it they're scary. They're big. They can do. They can like throw you off and then yeah. step on your head and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like theoretically. <laughs> totally, they are. They are capable of that. A lot of people get um, hit by the back legs. What's that called? There's I don't know. Phrase. There is. I've heard of it. Is it bucking? Bucks? I think it's Maybe. just bucking. Yeah. Um, fun fact, Mary Kate still rides horses and is like a champion. She, she's like, a horse girl? She's a horse girl. She's like Fuck a pro yeah. horse girl. That's all. We were talking during the movie about how if we had unlimited money, both of us individually would, like, I would have a horse if I could have one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would have a horse. I'd like to have, like, a place where horses could, like, hang out. I guess I'd like oh, a horse. okay. Yeah, your comment was more to the effect of... I wish I had the opportunity, like the option. Yeah. Being, for me, like, what is most appealing about being rich is just, like, the endless options. Because there are multiple times in this movie where Steve Gutenberg experiences something, and he's like, I'll buy it. Yeah, so. he's just like, it's like, no problem. Another Annie thing. Yeah. <laughs> very Daddy Warbucks. Steve Gutenberg is very Daddy Warbucks. For he sure. gets... As he helps her, he gets hit by a branch. And yeah. I remember this part very vividly. Yes, this he gets was hits, a part that I thought was he hilarious. He falls off the horse. And you see the whole thing happen. Like, And I, you see, exactly. You see he, he bumps his head. He falls off the horse. So now Christy Alley has to comfort Steve Gutenberg. Role reversal. And who, what man doesn't love being, like, love any, like, what more do they love than, like, being, like, nursed back to health by, like, a hot woman? I mean... Yeah, that's that's I that's a definite thing. At least like if you if you're a man who likes women. Yeah. Even if you don't like women, who doesn't want to be taken care of? Yeah. I mean, especially if you just risk your life for somebody. I know. And she's like a, that's a definite blow fantasy. on your wound. Does she blow on it? She blows on the wound. Oh. Yeah. She like like puts a little iodine on his cut and blows on it, and he's That's right. like, "Okay, this is the weird part because they go back to his mansion. They do <laughs> without finding the kids, and they're just hanging out, like flirting, flirting hardcore. Uh, I know they're just in, falling in love with each but other. Where, where, Mary? Raise your daughter. Yeah, sir. find your kid. Find these children who they're are now lost alone in the woods with, with horses. horses. <laughs> Why are they not here? And but then we do see that Mary Kay and Ashley are hiding underneath like a bar cart, like an outdoor bar cart. Yeah. Scooching, spying. Do you think this was a part of their plan in advance or was this an Im- improvisational tactic on their part? I think it was an improvisational tactic. Okay. I think they like knew, okay, we're going to slingshot the horse. We're going to either end up at, at my mansion or your camp. Or at a funeral. Or at a, someone's going <laughs> to, we don't know yet. We're willing to take the risks. And they did. And it worked out. And it worked out because then, you know, like, their whole thing is, like, falling in love is, like, can't eat, can't sleep, reach for the stars, over the fence, World Series kind of stuff. Right? That's what like, his daughter, Alyssa, asks Roger if if that's the way he feels about Clarissa. Yeah. Well, so that was, so, um. That was her, so that was Amanda is, in disguise. Amanda in disguise, <laughs> who got that phrasing from Diane Christie Alley, who would, like, say that. Because then Diane later on says it. 
independently of Amanda. And so you get this yeah, idea. And it's that's inferred. When he asks, yeah. That's when he says, I need to get a dictionary. I know. Even though there's no fancy words, it's just a phrase. Yeah. But, you know. But I, maybe it's like his way of like a joke or something. <laughs> Who knows? But, um, yeah. She, so she's saying metaphors. that. Lots of baseball metaphors. Um, but they experience that initial little spark. There's some intimacy there. Caretaking, nursing Caretaking, back to Exactly. Health. You know, risking your life for a stranger. Mm-hmm. Also, she's a huge fan of him for what he does for the camp. Yeah. Even though he really doesn't really seem like he does much. He's just probably like on some she kind of, foundation. And that that's what she says her excuse for leaving is to her other adult camp friends when she comes back. He's like, oh, he's not that involved. He just pays for it. He would, yeah. He would never want to be with somebody like me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, he actually, I think. He was into her. I think he is. He likes the, the kind of like real down to earth. She's genuine. Genuine lady. Cares about the kids. She cares about the kids. Like his wife, Kathy, who was a teacher and cared about the kids and started the camp. Oh, that's right. And that makes you really kind of like want to know more about Kathy. Yeah. There was a few moments in this movie that actually were kind of. Aw moments, you know. Yeah. Of like, oh. Yeah. And it's a sweet, like. Absent parents. I know. Dead parents. <laughs> people falling in love. <laughs> the circle of life. Yes. The circle of life. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so they, she, Chrissy Alley runs away. She escapes the camp. She escapes. <laughs> she, she, or she escapes the, uh. She she leaves while he's on the phone. Yeah, while he's on the phone because like, she's like, I can't handle this. Because Clarice is like having a mental breakdown. Honestly, I know, so yeah, she's the worst. Like, why? You're with another. You're you're talking to another woman while Who I'm not there. Who are you? I well, I'm having a breakdown, and it's like you're having a dude, bachelor party. N- number one, it's like, come on, Steve Gutenberg, you are not that dense. Why are I know, you with him? He plays him? so aloof. He, it's like, why are you character. with her? Like he, it doesn't seem like they've been together for very She's long. She's so controlling. It, that's one of the only moments where you see her how controlling she is. You know, which with, is why he does have a sense of fear, even when he knows he needs to call the wedding off. Yeah, you you can tell that she's got her hooks in him it in makes, kind of a bad way. It makes me wonder, like, does she know something? Like, is there oh. some blackmail situation going on? Like, is she covering up? Like, something? is she? Does he like? Have some money laundering that she's like, I know your finances, like, we gotta be together forever. And he's like, all right, I wish I didn't get in. Ooh. Like, is she the type that would be like, if you ever break up with me, I'm just gonna tell all all your dirty laundry to everyone? If there is something like that, she's absolutely the type of person yeah. that would blackmail. For sure, for sure, for sure. Also, put that friend, Frances, or Vincesno <laughs> script on ice and start this prequel. <laughs> the prequel or the sequel? I guess at this point, would it? It would have to be a prequel because there's no way Mary Kane Ashley would be. If it's involved. a greedy, if it, yeah, if it, if it's a crime cover up type of thing. Oh. I don't know. We gotta put the script on ice. <laughs> Let's write this movie now. <laughs> Let's write this fanfic. But yeah, so like they meet. Then he, I don't like. Afterwards, it kind of gets like, I didn't. I stopped taking notes really. Hmm. Let's um, see if I have anything. So I'm like, wait, so what's the timeline after that? We know that they. Yeah. Um, he goes to the. Oh, yeah. He just like meets her and he's like, I want to take you out for pizza. And she's like, no. Oh, I've got to eat. I have with to the eat kids. with my kids. And this is where the food fight happens because yeah. uh, 
his actual daughter, who is pretending to be Amanda, Amanda, Alyssa in disguise, doesn't want to be seen. So she puts the chef hat, hat on, and she kind of looks like uh, the Black Knight from Monty Python for a <laughs> second there. Um, and then Kirstie Alley's character, Diane, not from Cheers, but yeah, this movie, this movie. <laughs> uh, tells her to take it off, and we get that Dutch angle, and then somebody. I don't remember how it happens, but somebody in a very 90s goofy way throws a giant plate of mac and I know. cheese or a bowl of mac and cheese <laughs> they in the trip. air. It's slow motion. Right on the head. Yeah, right on you his head. You know that it's going to happen. And it was like she tripped the kid knowing that, okay, that the, that's right. it was like almost like she's going to trip him knowing that the mac and cheese is going to be on his head. But there's no way that she knew that it would fall so precisely like that. They have very... She she has very she her has ability spidey to senses. yeah exactly I was gonna say her ability to predict but spidey senses yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing <laughs> um, and then the food fight happens and they the adults start it the because adults start it she's Kirstie Alley's laughing at him the kids are silent the kids look this, really scared they just looked weird. like they were like oh my god this is like the creator of the camp he's gonna shut the camp down. Yeah. <laughs> We you have know, to go home now. We have to leave. We're, to where? We don't have homes. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. It's a camp for orphans. <laughs> this is getting sad. <laughs> they are they're throwing away all this perfectly good food. It starts very playfully on her part. Or, no, he flings some of his mac and cheese off his face onto her, right? Well, he he's like, you're going to laugh at me? And then he's like, flings a pet of butter at her. Oh, that's right. He uses and then a, she's the like, knife like a like slingshot. A boomer, yeah, like a slingshot. And then the food fight starts. And then they swim in the they lake. They bolt. They just leave the kids they to know, their own like, devices yes, with the food. They're like, all right, here we go. We're no gonna supervision. Have to, they'll clean it up. Yeah. They're kids. They, there's some kids on like cleanup duty, right? They run outside. They run outside. They go swim in the lake. And it is. Hot and steamy. Yeah, it gets pretty steamy. It gets pretty. And at first, she doesn't know if she wants to jump in. I know, and he's like, he's like, you got to save my life. Some manipulation tactics here. Mm, yeah, that's true. This and isn't she... a foundation for a good relationship. No. Also, because he still hasn't told her. I know, and he's also like still engaged to Clarice, even though she's yeah. like um, a psychopath. In the moment, I, like... I didn't think about how bad that was, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, this isn't a good foundation of a relationship. You're but like the twins cheating. twins wanting it and friend. Yeah. Vincenzo. I keep saying Vincenzo. It. Vincenzo. <laughs> yeah, this is a really weird line where we cut back to the golden Oh, telescope. yeah. That he's like spying on them. Yeah, what does he What does he say? He's like. That's uh, more like it. Yeah. He's something. like, that's more like it. <laughs> they're about to, to kiss and it's like, dude. Oh, my God. I get that you don't want him to get married, but this also just looks like you're wanting to. Like a peeping Tom situation. Yeah. <laughs> Like, with this gold, I love the separation of, like, this, like, the lake separates, like, the camp from, like, the wealthy. And then Mm -hmm. this, like, golden telescope that, like, you (laughs) use to, like, look on to the the camp. Yeah. And it also, like, think of, like, when that mansion was, like, being being stayed at Mm -hmm. regularly by the Calloway family. Yeah, before before, before yeah, before the mom died, when it was really I guess just the mom and Roger living there, right? And like, Vincenzo. And Vincenzo. Vin, I'm gonna say his name differently every, <laughs> every time. time. And Vincenzo. And so they had <laughs> this telescope on, overlooking this camp. I wonder if it's the mom's telescope, and she yeah. was doing it to make sure everything was running smoothly. And she was like being a spy, like 
she was <laughs> now we're getting <laughs> into prequel territory. She didn't trust her staff. No, she wanted to make sure that maybe she would like look in, on the kids and be like, ha, ha, ha. maybe she was like, I hope one day I'll have a daughter and she can sit here. And now it's getting sad because she dies. Oh, but tragic. It's pretty sad. Let's get real. This is a kind of sad movie. Um, I have written uh, gum and hair. Yeah, that's another that happens. Fun bit. One of yeah, them, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, oh, the whole, like, look at my butt thing where she, where they have food on them still mm-hmm. and they get out of the water yeah. and she's like, I don't remember what the line is, but he, he's like, oh, did you just say look at my butt? You remember that part? Yes. I kind of do. Okay. Now it sounds like I'm making that part up. You are. Um, Didn't happen. Well, moving on to the next note. Then. <laughs> ask, ask me an equestrian. Oh yeah. That wordplay. That wordplay was pretty good. Uh, Who says that? Does. Are you asking me an equestrian? Oh yeah, yeah. One of the kids says that. Yeah. It's, it's Amanda pretending to be Alyssa says I think that. So. And I'm like, a kid wouldn't ever think of that to say that. No. <laughs> Especially, I mean, maybe Amanda would, because she's yeah. kind of like word savvy. Yeah. I feel like she rhymes. There's a lot of rhyming and, and yeah. alliteration yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in going on. Yeah. Um, but just, I just want to, like, get back to the the kissing in the lake yes. thing. I mean, they're, like, getting real hot and heavy, about to, about to make out. They're so yeah. close to making out. Clarice comes in and is spying on them. Oh, that's right, because she from, finds the telescope. She man. finds the telescope. She's like, Vincenzo, what are you looking at? So she goes and like looks and she sees that and she doesn't like when he gets back to the house, she doesn't seem mad. She does try to seduce him. though. Yeah. And she moves the wedding up to tomorrow. Yeah. And that which really cements the fact that she just wants his money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and. And yeah. What's this rated? It's got to be G. I feel like I don't know if this would still be G. PG. Okay. Yeah, parental guidance suggested. Ooh. Meaning that little saucy parts. <laughs> the making out. But yeah, Mary can't, and the Mary can actually like somehow breathe weird and the canoes fall everywhere. Is that what happened? Yeah, Is it they because like. they breathe weird? No, I don't know. They, it's like nothing happens and all of a sudden they're like, the canoes fall all around them. Yeah, I, I didn't get and a I'm clear like, sense they didn't, of why the canoes fell. I think they just fell. Okay. For no reason. Sometimes canoes fall. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it makes me, I'm like, maybe they just like, they disrupted the aerodynamics. Of but like he says canoes. it's a sign. Yeah. He's and like, it's he a sign. Up a I'm bit. still married. I got to go. Bye. Yeah. And then it's basically like the next day, um, Amanda's adopted by the butt kisses and Clarice yeah. is, is it the, that day or the next day? I don't know because the timeline the in initial the initial deal very weird. Well, yeah, there was also that montage that takes place during the bonding scenes while they're switched that feels like a week, even though it's just one day. <laughs> I know we're like I'm like um they're supposed to like meet back at like what three p.m. the next day and it's like they're doing a full on like uh like clay you know yeah making pottery scene thing. Out of something out of ghost and then there's a pool <laughs> party over here and I know. there's so many activities for and you one and day. then like by the time they get back it's like they're all clean and like still like ready for more adventure and I'm like that was a full day you just had take a nap <laughs> it's not even evening time I know exactly um but yeah I feel like it's like the next day or that day or something that Amanda gets adopted by the butt kisses mm-hmm. and Clarice is like taking them to the city yeah 
Really? Okay, Steve Gutenberg and Christy Alley have known each other for like two days. Yeah. But when it happens... It happens like that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's as, really... As she says, yeah. As she says. And... And there's it's like the a World then, Series type of yeah, and it's like after like Amanda gets sent to the butt kisses, the movie just like you're like okay, we have ten more minutes of this movie. How are they gonna do? How it? are they gonna do it? They're like we have ninety minutes to get them to the before the wedding starts. Blah blah blah. And Christy's like, I can't do it. Ugh, I don't know. But yeah, yeah you didn't you make a list time. of like everything that Alyssa says to um, everything that Amanda pretending to be Alyssa. Oh, says, says to, to Vincenzo. Um, I only had written down rusty nail and rum. She so there's like some scar on her foot that she says yeah. was from a rusty nail, and then there's this scar on the back of her neck that she says she got from a Roman candle. Yeah, that's all I had written down. Oh. But still, um, yeah. Vin- and they're looking at the the pictures too. Yeah, this is around the same time where Kirstie Alley's character, who is crestfallen, she's back in the orphanage. She doesn't know about the switch yet, yeah, but no. she knows that the girl who she wanted to adopt got it's adopted gone. by the butt Yeah, kisses. and she's, like, devastated. And she's, she's already got a framed picture uh, of, like, of the, the pottery scene from the day before. I know, and I'm like, okay. This is pre-digital camera. Too. I know, and I'm like, I guess, you know, they had two-hour photo, but where? when would she have had the time to go get any do pictures developed? Do you think she did it on the way back to the camp? Do you think, yeah, or do you think... And then put think, it there and went back to it. Did they have, like, a photo lab, like, at the camp? Ooh, that'd be a cool camp. That would be a very... I mean, they have, like, a town. Because Steve Gutenberg is like, there's pizza back at town. That's true. They're but close to civilization. I don't think that she would have been like, gotta get this role developed. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Or him. Or, like, even the The, the picture butler also has a different of, picture. Of Amanda as Alyssa. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, dude. You wouldn't have, have that either. What if they went to the same the place same and they just lab? didn't know? Yeah. I don't know. But to me, I'm like, come on. No. Yeah. You that's didn't. not going to happen. You, there, there was not time. Like, I could see, like, it's been a week. Like, we have all this film. We'll get it developed. But the next in, day. Like, but, like, in this timeline of, like, events, like, I don't see why that would have been a priority for anybody. Not at all. Not it at all. It wouldn't have been. No. No. <laughs> like, they're busy at a camp and, like, falling in love. They're not going to be thinking about getting photos developed. No. We do see uh, how terrible the butt kisses are to their children. Oh, my children. God. Ter- terrible. This is, like, straight out of a plot of Law & Order SVU. Oh, this is child labor. This is a... This is abuse. Adopting kids. A cartel kids, in a third world country. Adopting kids just to have them work in your... Junkyard? Junkyard. I don't know what they were... They just looked like they were moving stuff, but it, it looked terrible. All the Awful. kids had dirt on them. Grime, and oversized, like, jumpsuits. Sh- yeah. And then the one biological son... Is a little slarmy little. He's a little piece of shit. Little shit. And the guy who plays like Daddy Butt Kiss or whatever is Daddy also in um, Two of a Kind. That's right. I told you about that. Yeah. Where he plays just like a student. Like their dad. Oh, it really? plays, he plays their dad's student who's like a dork. Like not mm. evil. I could see him being good at that. Yeah. He he's really to, good at being just like a dorky character. Yeah. He's. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to make fun of a kid right now, but he was. He was he did a good job of being unlikable. Oh, in this movie. Oh, the little kid, but like the dad. Oh, the dad. The dad plays like. Oh, just okay. A, we had looked up the picture of the kid of when the he kid, grew up, but and it's he, the dad who's in two of a kind. Yeah, the dad's okay. in two of a kind gotcha. and plays like a student and like some like dorky, 
like awkward college student. <laughs> and it's so funny to think that it was like just four years later. Because they look so different. And that, exactly. It's like the time when you're at like that age, time is just so... Like, you grow yeah. up so fast. Each year is so momentous. Like, I feel like four years ago for me, I'm like, oh, that four years ago? Oh, I was still, like, the same person. Yeah. Like, but when you're going from eight to 12. That's a huge jump. That is a huge jump. But there weren't eight-year-olds in Bug Juice, so. No, but there were 12-year-olds in Bug Juice. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. and to see if I... Oh, I wrote Oshkosh Levi's multicolored plaid. Just the outfits <laughs> of the orphans. Oshkosh Levi's multicolored plaid. <laughs> That's the song. <laughs> I feel like it has to rhyme with yeah. aren't, aren't they really rad? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll work on it later. Yeah, yeah. This is um, a song in development. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, oh yeah. And then Christy Alley arrives at the junkyard in a helicopter. Callaway Cellular. Yep. And she rescues... Alyssa Calloway, a.k.a. Amanda. And then they go and... Straight to the... Straight to Central they Park. in the middle of a, of a active baseball, baseball game. Yeah. Bringing it back. Full circle. Full circle. There's a lot of shots, too, that are callbacks to previous shots, which is like, thoughtful. I what? am trying to remember. Um, oh, well, the fisheye lens. Yes, That happens again lens. when she... Uh, f- when... Alyssa, or when Amanda as Alyssa first meets Clarissa, oh, that's yeah. a mirroring uh, reaction the, shot to when she first, the, yeah. The butt kisses. Oh, wow. Look at you and your keen eye. <laughs> uh, I'm not a hairdresser. I'm a zookeeper. or I'm a, I'm a hairdresser, not a zookeeper. I don't know. <laughs> there's some, there's some, some nice lines, but they get to the wedding. Yeah, they get to the wedding and it just all comes together. It's like perfect timing, serendipitous timing. Then... As soon as Roger sees Diane, he says he will not be marrying Clarice Kensington. After a very important dream montage. Yes, a very, like, even a ripple effect is in that dream montage. It's like straight looking into, like, a pond and seeing your past. (laughs) It's just like... It's that that little... Oh, yeah, like you were saying, in case you didn't, you forgot this movie you just watched. Yeah, it's just showing us what we've already seen. Yeah, exactly. And, um... I thought it would have been nice if we saw scenes that we didn't see before. Yeah, like different that would have been nice. little elements of like, oh, this is something you didn't see from that horse scene. Yeah, like a but few they more really, activities from that know, one day that was re- already filled to the brim. Yeah, but really it was like they've only known each other for two days. What more could they but, have? But yeah, they, they really... They fell in love. They did. Real fast. They truly did. And they had a steamy lake scene they mm-hmm. had was that the last time they didn't actually kiss then right? no they didn't okay. actually kiss and that was the last time they even saw each other i think oh okay yeah was because mary kate and ashley planned to have them meet again they wrote those notes but then roger no, gets whisked that? off like okay. he, um amanda as Alyssa can never plant the note because clarice takes them to the city hmm. but Alyssa playing like is, amanda uh, did get the note too Diane. That's right. Um, when one of Kirstie Alley's friends says, hey, this is a camp car. I know. Like, <laughs> the camp, the Jeep belongs to the camp. Yeah. And she's like, I'm taking it. Fuck the camp. I know. It was such a I dramatic, hate Roger Calloway. Such a dramatic 
uh, line indicating the seriousness of the camp organization, like organizational. Hierarchy. I know, I know. He's like, you can't take the jeep; it belongs to the camp. <laughs> she takes it to, yeah, get get to the helicopter to get, and she gets to the helicopter. And uh, I, I something I do love is like when they're back in like Staten Island, um, and she's like knocking on the door to like try and find the butt kisses, and the their neighbor's like, oh, he's at the junkyard. That's where he, like, why do you think he has all those kids? And she's like, can I use your phone? And he's like, yeah, sure, free of charge. Oh, yeah. Like uh, the friendly neighbor. Uh, the friendly neighbor who's like, also. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, I've seen him. And it's like every, like, law and order, like, character uh, witness yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, where yeah, they're person like, on the street. Yeah, person, oh, yeah, I've seen them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, he was I know they do street. some illegal stuff. I never reported yeah, them. Mind my own business. You know, mind my own business. I do some illegal shit, too. They don't say nothing. <laughs> That's really, I was like, he's got some sketchy shit in that house. Free of charge. I bet that guy's been on one of those procedurals before. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. As as had the little butt kiss. Oh, Law and Order. Mm Mm-hmm. SVU. He's been on that show. It's true. That's true. It's true. The dream sequence makes him change his choice. Yeah, and then he's... She's frantic. She's like, no, we're going to get, we're going to do this. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, I do. Ask him already. She's I know. She like runs down the aisle. Crazy. She's crazy. You would think like, what person in their right mind would be, and even entertain marrying them? And that's why I feel like Roger is kind of a dum-dum. Yeah, he is a dum-dum. And do you, th- okay, do you think, so at the end, obviously, all happily ever after, mm-hmm. they end up together. Right away in a, in a buggy. Do you think that they end up together forever? Ooh. Um, I feel like after a few months, she realizes how incompetent he is, (laughs) and then they have some struggles, but yeah, I think they make it. Uh, Yeah, I think so too. The camp. And they have the camp and the kids. And she can run the camp since she's so passionate about it, and you know what? In her camp, anybody can use the Jeep in an emergency. I know, exactly. That she's going to be like, do you think that they like move into that house, that mansion, and then like... That becomes, like, their main mm. house? Or is that, like, they're still just, like, their summer house? I don't know, because there's memories about the ex there. Yeah. But that didn't seem to bother him before, so... I mean, really, she... I feel like his ex, Clarice, can... Oh, like... Oh, you mean, like, ex-wife or ex? The ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that, like, those are, like, happy memories. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, like... Keeping it... Keep, keeping her with him. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. But I think they can't get... Div- they couldn't break up because Amanda and Alyssa are... They need to be the... Like, really, yeah. the real... Love story is them. Yeah. Their new friendship. Yeah. As kind of twins. I mean, by the end of it, they're sisters. Yeah. Well, actually, no, they don't get married, but the impli- Yeah, I, I guess I, I think they do get married at some point. Yeah, the, I think it's adults. implied that the, the adults are getting married. Mary and Ashley are sisters, and yeah. no one cares. He doesn't say anything to anybody who was at his very filled wedding. I know. His very well attended wedding. Well attended he last just minute leaves wedding. On his own after yeah, no. <laughs> saying like, no. Bye. Nobody seems to care. No one's everyone at, at the point. It seems to be like it was just like a, a socialite wedding. Like you yeah, attended yeah. if you like had yeah. an invitation. Like the people there are are just trying to climb the New York. Yeah, the social get to the upper crust. Yep, that's what it seems like. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. They don't really care about him. No, clearly. Clearly, I, I wonder if the reception still happened. Yeah, I think that maybe like a party happened and. It was, oh, I wonder, though. So I think go, go both ways. Okay. That a Let's party happened, and Steve Gutenberg and Christy Alley attended, and, like, maybe some people from the camp were invited. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, let's all go to the reception. Like, let's have a party. Or 
Clarice goes there with like two of her friends and just cries and her friends have to like console her. What if that was a post credit sequence? <laughs> I've never watched the end, so maybe it is. Maybe. Oh man. I yeah, I love the the titular song plays yeah. during the credits. That was that was always a favorite moment of mine because yeah, yeah. I was like, the song, I know this song. It's uh, the name of the movie. It's huh. finally playing. <laughs> finally. Um, what's the other really good song they used for the montage? Um, oh, oh my God. I'm blanking on it, but it's, it's a good song. It's a good one. It's like, what, is it what I, no. Is it it's, what I like about, no. No. Is it, uh, I feel good? I feel good, okay, yeah. yeah. that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like, I feel good. No, 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 no. Knew that I would, yeah. Good use of that song. Yeah, very good use of that song. Yeah, that's basically, that's the movie. Yeah. And. It takes two. It takes two. Really good. Plus. Absolutely delightful. Incredible. Yeah. Period. (laughs) Irresistible. Yeah. Irresistible. Period. Uh, It is really funny, Mary, um. What did it? What does it take to bring a single attractive orphanage caseworker and a widowed corporate bazillionaire together? That's is a really weird. It's phrasing. a little silly. It's a little, yeah. I think they're in on that on that silliness. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Together they've got what it takes. No, really? Yeah. Is that the last thing. Together. Two together. Two, two, oh, I see. It's a wonders oneeder thing. Have you seen that thing you do? Yes. You know how they want to be called the Wonders? Oh, yes. And they, they're trying to be like the Beatles, so they spell it with a one, like the, how you spell the number one. Oh. And people call them Oneaters. Oh. <laughs> I love that movie, but I have not seen it in a really long time. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank this you for a, being on absolutely. the pod. Happy birthday, Mary Kay and Ashley Happy Olsen. Happy birthday. I'm going to upload this on their birthday. Right. Um, is there anything that you want to plug I know you have a rehearsal soon. I hope I'm not keeping you. Oh, um, I will make it to that. Yeah, I do have some... I have two things to plug, actually. Um, the first one is uh, Almost Boston, which is uh, my friends Tallinn, Elena, me, and Warren. Um, I made it sound like I was my own friend, which is not true. But <laughs> the four of us, uh, we're, we're all at Deep End Theater, and we have our first sketch show coming up called Almost Boston Zero Budget First Attempt Sketch Show, and that's on June 22nd Ooh, and June 23rd. To, I will have to go to that. Yeah, and then we, I, there's another show at Deep End Theater called Raising Cohen, which is an improvised show in the style of Coen Brothers movies. Uh, And that's coming later this month, I think. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't have the dates in front of me. Um, But yeah, that's that's another one. So those are are the things, yeah. Yeah, so if anyone's in Portland and they want to go see improv, go to the Deep End Theater. Do it. Yes. What about you? Um, Well, as usual, um, we are... I always plug, like, the Instagram and the Facebook and it's Gimme Pizza Podcast... Or Mary Kate and Ashley's Fun Club on Facebook, um, and if you want to email us, you can email us at mkapodcast at gmail If you want to see more stuff that I'm working on, you can check on um, sopproductions.org. Um, 
if you plan on being in Scotland this summer and you want to see the uh, play that I'm taking to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, you can buy tickets. You can buy tickets to a Portland performance. You can donate to our project. Um, so many different things. But when, yeah, when that's is it. The, when is the Portland performance? The Portland performance is July 11th through the 14th cool. at the Shoebox Theater. Right. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. Thank you for being on our podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. you think this is funny. Hmm? Well, maybe you'll get a little chuckle out of this. You wouldn't dare. That's what they mean by eating rice.